One, two, three, four. In this podcast, you will be here. Knights of Vader, Knights of Vader. Include, but is not late to talk of Star Wars, not Reagans. We can't truly prepare for the jump that follows this song, but hey, we give it a try. So here's the Knights of Vader. Fox they are divided. For equal sequel, hate and love, they fight I know that we are just musicians hired, and their time is up. So here's the Knights of Vader. Impressive. Most impressive. Thank you to On Inferiority Complex for providing our theme. Today is December 13th, 2021. Knights of Vader here. I'm Russ Ryan. I am joined by Chris Porteous. Hello, how's it going, guys? We have some generic Star Wars-related news topics to cover. Right to business, and of course, everyone's favorite serious podcaster looking out from the bridge of a really cool Star Destroyer, it's Zenga. Yeah. yeah, you got me here, and I am beyond two souls to be here, and it's heavily heavy rain outside. Uh, Detroit become human. <laughs> Is that the game? Okay, I think we're going to get into that. And also, here's me, Russ Ryan. Uh, wait, wait, who does this? Oh, God, he's got it wrong. Oh, it takes me back. It feels good to be back on Knights of Vader. Thank you, Zach, for having me here. And Chris, but Chris is going to be running this show tonight because we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about, I think. Yeah, so I guess the biggest thing, which I'm sure you guys have seen, is uh, last week the trailer for Star Wars Eclipse dropped, which is uh, supposedly the first game to take place in the High Republic era, which I say supposedly because it wasn't immediately entirely clear to me that this was the High Republic era. Um, I'm assuming you guys saw the trailer. Uh, What are your initial thoughts? Yeah, I thought it kind of... It was hard to get a gauge on what kind of game it was. I had to ask around to someone who knew, I guess, a little more about it. To me, at first, I thought it might be an MMO, the way they showed like a guy being birthed out of some kind of pool at the end. I was like, oh, is that where you create your character? And it's like a, a Galaxies-esque uh, game, but I'm not sure. It's more of a KOTOR-esque game, right? The, the official site says RPG, so I, don't, I, I guess it's probably closer to KOTOR than an MMO. So this game is this, this this is what got me. Um this game is being developed by Quantic Dream, which has made Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and Detroit Become Human. So there is my reveal for why I said those names at the beginning. These are very heavily driven character stories that have been no IP related stuff. Like they've never done an IP related thing. The fact that they're doing a Star Wars IP blows my mind because I've always liked these games, but I've never gotten into them. Ellie, however, loves these games. Every one of these has brought her to tears. Like these are fantastic storytelling games. So now that they have an IP that I can get behind, I want to see more from, I cannot wait for this. And only reason I'm hesitating on all this is there is no nothing. We, we've got nothing. This is the first we've heard of this particular game. And the reason I'm hesitant on it is 
how far did Star Wars was it thirteen thirteen? Yes, and you're you're yeah. So we have we are seeing a cinematic trailer. So it's totally within the realm of possibility that this never sees the light of day, along with so many other things. And I wanted to, I wanted to because they they've done some amazing games. I just can't get behind them because I'm just like, oh, it's just generic character, blah blah. blah. But the fact they have a a universe to work in that I love, I want to play this game. Like I am, I am down for everything this game has to offer, and I cannot wait. Yeah, I do too. And and watching the trailer at first, I didn't really know what I was in store for. I saw the RP in the beginning, so I, I kind of assumed it was a game. But when they showed some of the cinematics of the the market and the people walking mm-hmm. around, I watched it with my wife, and she goes, she looked at me, she goes, "No, this is not a game. This is like a show or something." I'm like, "No, I'm pretty pretty sure this is supposed to be a game." And then once you see a lot of space combat, but I, it's bold. I want to play it. It's definitely bold because it's. I mean, I know they're calling it High Republic. I mean, you might as well just call it prequel era. I mean, there's. Neomordians and and trade federation giant starship battles with ships i don't think i've ever seen before but it just looks like episode one and the, the, the rpg yeah I, I i was getting that impression too and i know that um like y'all you, you guys will have to forgive me for not being super up to date on the high republic as far as canon goes but i believe it technically spans something like 300 years so this looks like real close to episode one this looks like maybe like 10 20 30 years before episode one to me because like it's going to be further back than that you think so i think it's going to be definitely further back than that i thought that was a young new gun ray we saw walking around i do think this kind of tails a little closer to it it feels like it's supposed to be like the rise of the trade federation after i don't know whatever i know it's weird to think that the high republic would have a conclusion like this already maybe Maybe that's part of what they're doing. I thought it was supposed to be a longer series, but I don't know. I, I think it's going to take place probably, I'd say, 300 years prior. If, if I were to take a guess, I think it's going to take place a little bit after where the books are at right now. We did see Yoda, who the books cannot stop mentioning the fact that Yoda exists um, from the one I read. And like I said, I know I they what Yoda's the- up to right now. Like they do yeah, like it, Gucci it, kind it, of things. So. It, it's in the book several times. It's like <laughs> Master Yoda. And I'm like, can I go one thing without having to hear about him? Like, please, there are other Jedis I want to be interested in and root for. But no, my prediction is this is going to be, I'd say 300 years. The only reason I'm holding back is the new Gunray reference and the fact that those ships have not evolved at all in those 300 years. That's what I'm talking about. Like the Trade Federation control ship looks like it's like they wanted to it's just make it slightly. One. It's like it, 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 it's the same, but like just slightly edgier, like there's more guns on it or something like it looks like it looks like it's armed up a little bit. But, I, you know, Yoda, like you obviously you see him from really far back, but like it just looks like CGI prequel Yoda from what you can tell. Like he doesn't look like young per se, although I guess he's still 600 in the High Republic books or so. But um, I, it, I don't know. It just looks like super close to episode one to me because obviously you see a lot more change in ship styles over a much shorter time period and other canonical examples. So that, that's why it seems closer to that to me. But um, Zinger, if, if you're are, are you reading the High Republic stuff or just the comics or what? I um the one I read was well, it was the first one and I cannot remember the name of it now. 
Give me one second. Well, the re- the reason I ask is because I mean we're all going to probably show our ignorance mildly, but like I, I like I don't know if they've been like setting up this foe that shows up in this trailer in any of that media. From what I've been reading, it's more is a drum of... man the foe. Is he the bad guy? It's an army of drum men. Okay, well, and I'm, honestly, it he does look very Voldemort. He looks very Marvel also for a villain. Why they got to choose that weird? knows for so many villains it's i know they think it works but i mean it immediately a little bit takes me out i'm like wait this is too this is very marvelly well i think i think it's because you know corpses don't have much of a nose you know like skulls don't have much of a nose it's just a look that implies like death and evil and all that like i know if you had a massive nose that'd be scarier Maybe it might be might have some comedic value as well. Like for a good chunk of this trailer, this sort of army of noseless drum guys, like they're mostly just playing drums like like it's a Sapporo commercial or something. But uh, but I, I, I don't know. I find these guys kind of threatening, like they kind of remind me of like Lord of the Rings orcs or something or like like almost yeah, something grown out of ooze. Almost. It looks like they're trying to show that. Yeah, wasn't there like a canon version of the Yuzan Vong that they were setting up called like the Gursk or something? Like it kind of reminds me of that or like just like, you know, like some like unknown regions, like Dark Army that's in this trailer alone 10 times more threatening than the First Order, you know, something like that. Are they maybe the original army of the Trade Federation and this is like what they first tried to do as an army and that's why they ended up you know just settling to do droids instead maybe these guys turn on the trade federation or something there's if you're saying that you know this is known for a lot of drama and stuff maybe maybe we get it from both sides we get a, a complex evil and i don't know i guess the good guys are just are the jedi what do you play in this game are you a jedi are you flying around a ship are you rick Oli? you're you gonna doing? it's gonna be multiple it's gonna be multiple um per se- i mean you're gonna be playing as multiple different points of view and everything and like i said this is very story driven with talking stuff like that it's kind of more of a point and click so that's why i'm like all the action stuff is not gonna be something you're probably gonna be interacting unless quantic dream completely goes in a different direction from what they've done in the past so to answer the question chris asked me star wars light of the jedi is the one i've read it was followed up with by star wars the rising storm which also was then followed up by coming out soon star wars the fallen stars so i've only read the first one and basically the big villain in that is sort of um it's back when hyperdrive lanes were being established so the big villains are like pirates that are able to utilize the hyperspace lanes to basically wreak havoc over everybody and stuff like it it's, it's like pioneer stars pioneers of space where like the Oregon yeah. trails are just made and these that is that is a that's a cool concept to think about though I, it, I it is that's I, mean, I think about a lot of that star wars that these lanes have to be established you can punch in these coordinates yep. to a ship that is no that is, yeah it's it that's fun to do it it's it's interesting and it's kind of touched on a little bit if, if i may mention the thrawn books which are better um the the Thrawn trilogy that's in canon, not the Thrawn trilogy that's out of canon or the prequel to the Thrawn trilogy that's just wrapped up. Um, in those, it talks about how like um, the outer, re- I mean, the, um, the the unknown regions and the area, you know, Thrawn comes from, they've established hyperspace lanes, but the Galactic Empire has not yet. 
because the way they establish hyperspace lanes is they have force sensitive people. Isn't it sort of weird that like they're only like in the High Republic, they're only establishing the hyperspace lanes like then it's, in Legends, there's the a lot of rim. It's like the core is good. It's the outer rim regions. Yeah, that, that they're having trouble establishing stuff. in, And that's where Throng comes in, in the book series there is that since he knows the other regions, the outer, I mean, the unknown regions and stuff like that. He's able to help the Empire start to establish and branch out into there. But the fun fact is the way they utilize it is through Force-sensitive um, children that they call Those Skywalkers. Around the galaxy. Oh, Ch oh they call them Skywalkers? Yeah, the Chiss name for them is Skywalkers. Oh, so it, it's a funny... But but no, they, they, they basically they don't call it the force it's something else but they basically it's it's established it's the force they just don't ever utilize it so it falls off eventually yeah that i mean i i heard about that i, I haven't read they're those like indigo children of star wars where they, they, they lose this ability as they get a little bit older and they start getting wiser yep yep yeah i mean i sort of throw that in with other new canon ideas like the lightsaber blades color changing by like like a mood ring like i'm not too crazy uh, about it you know it's a oh. little it's it's a little bit touchy-feely for me but we need more boring star wars uh infrastructure books yeah where we learn about these lanes or we learn about how you know the bar trade or the jawas are doing like boring <laughs> stuff it, taxation it, is, it can all yeah. well we, and we love it now it's so loved Heck, man! If you want that, you should go read the um, the aftermath trilogy. That is full of the most boring stuff I can possibly imagine. Yeah, take well, that aftermath trilogy. I read you. I read all of you, and I was not impressed. Oh, why would I lie about something like that? Thank you. <laughs> you don't hear much about that trilogy in retrospect, so you're probably right Ooh, there. It, 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 it. That that trilogy after reading it and see, it, it was great to read it recently and see where Star Wars went with everything because that 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 series was a shotgun blast of ideas of we're going to throw a ton of stuff out here. Are we going to utilize any of it? No, but it's all out here for us to go after if we need to. Like it it was the most non-committal committal thing possible. If that makes any sense. Do you know if that tied in at all to the um the Shattered Empire comics, because I feel like some of that was established before the Disney sale. I think Shattered Empire is actually like something that was developed by Dark Horse that they just kept because it was like basically done and it took place so close to Jedi that they weren't worried about it. It, it, uh, like I said, I haven't read all those comics and stuff, but I know that there is some stuff that carries over and some stuff that's even in the books that is no longer canon like or has been retroactively changed slightly and still takes place there's an awesome you know you you know how i am about space battles happening close to ground and that you know the battle of jakku is like the ultimate like thing for me describes it most boring interpretation of it because they just kind of like oh yeah there's there's a ton of battle capital ships doing all this stuff there's some really cool stuff talked about and then it just goes to characters i could care less about Let's see what they're doing. Let's see what Wedge is doing as he falls in love with somebody who will not return his affections. Let's see what <laughs> young Snap well, Wexley's doing. Yeah, well, I mean, Snap Wexley's also just not in The Last Jedi because he's not friends with Ryan Johnson. So, like, th things, ha things happen, you know? Um, 
I hope everybody listening appreciates that. Zinger, like, really, like, keeps his finger on the pulse of, like, new canon media. Like, he's actually read some of these books. It's really impressive. And I've told Zach I'd love to discuss them. I'd love to angrily discuss what knowledge I have forced into my brain. By the way, if you want a good book that's not Thrawn, the Ahsoka novel's actually pretty good. And that one actually, like, has a good audiobook, too, right? Where, oh, fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Great, great audiobook. A uh, great description of how the force works from the perspective of the character. Uh, another good one would be Lords of the Sith, which is just Vader and Palpatine doing Vader and Palpatine stuff and killing a ton of people. It's great. Love it. Interesting. Don't uh, well, read the Aftermath trilogy. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, not on the agenda. Just to sort of like wrap up talking about Eclipse. Honestly, it's an amazing trailer. It reminded me of those the trailers they used to put out for the old republic mmo and i guess maybe we'll get one more of those because i feel like they announced like the last expansion for that recently unless i'm crazy i had never played it so i haven't kept super close tabs on the expansions coming out for that but i think it's it's kind of cool that although it's obviously not as good as the two kotor rpgs it's fun that that game is like sort of still exists and has existed since like 2009 and it's they're still supporting it it's kind of crazy it is wild. I was very early on. I know I mentioned probably that I definitely tried to play it from the beginning, and I just, I just never got into it as far as an MMO goes. And maybe part of my life, I haven't played MMOs in years, in years, and it just wasn't like grabbing me the way it was. But I think the actual, the original Kotor just came out on Switch, like pretty recently, right? Like one yeah, two. that was like limited run on Switch now. Yeah, that was limited run games. I was so tempted. They put out this this crazy like deluxe set where it had like little figurines and maps of the galaxy and all kinds of like crazy tchotchkes, which like really tempted me as like I do thoroughly believe that is the best Star Wars story outside of Lucas's six movies. I know for a fact Zinger played it when it came out, right? K- uh, KOTOR. Uh, Ross, I don't know if you did it. When yeah. it came oh, yeah, out. I played all both the KOTORs. I love yeah. them very much. Yeah, it's a lost cause trying to get Zach to play it at this point, but it's it's like the idea that you could come up with a a dramatic twist that is like on the level of I am your father without being exactly that. And, and set it in a Star Wars world we hadn't even seen before. Like it was totally different. That's getting that's getting remade too. So I'm glad they put it out on the Switch so a lot of people will get to experience it sort of up-resed and in in its original version because there's a lot of really novel ideas in in there for example like the sith empire that you're fighting against they don't it's not like they have a, a token death star they stumble upon like an ancient alien artifact that's essentially free energy called the star forge that allows them to yeah. build up a fleet like over the weekend it's that's the <laughs> ultimate weapon in the in that game and you know there's just a lot of interesting ideas that you could see applied to other new things that rather than just doing another Death Star, for example. So I absolutely encourage everyone who hasn't played that, which is no one who's listening to this, to get it on the Switch because it's probably like 15 bucks. Yeah, I like how they throw these things on the Switch, man. I've got some of the old uh, Jedi Knight games on Switch. I've got Pod Racer on Switch. I'm going to get this. Man, put some Super Bombad Racing on there too. I'm all set. Yeah, that was a PS2 exclusive, I think. So I don't yes. know. It, I want. I don't it was remember. A blue disc, it. so it didn't work after the year like 2006. So no one can play it ever. Yeah, there's a couple weird ones that are only on PlayStation. Like um, like even PS1. Like I don't know if you remember Star Wars Demolition, but that's um, that was a game where you like it was like 
Twisted Mortal Metal Kombat game. It was like Twisted oh. Metal, basically. Like you drive vehicles around, and like it was like a vehicle deathmatch arena where you could actually play as Malakili riding the Rancor with two rocket launchers attached to his head, oh, which is okay. a pretty wild time. Yeah, there's a sequel to the Pod Racer the Power game, Battles, like, yeah. of course, to the Power Battle Episode One games or exactly PlayStation One. Oh, nearly impossible games to play, but you could be like Ploku. Yeah. Mace Windu had a blue lightsaber. They, purple was not even established for him. I don't think. Yet. Yeah, that, that that's uh yeah. The, even the first uh, figure of Mace has a blue saber, I think, because um they didn't he didn't have he didn't ask Lucas for the purple one yet by that point. So that's cool that they're, you know, it's cool they're putting some of this older stuff out on the, uh, on the Switch. They should do it for all of these games because, like, they're all hilarious in their own way. But Nice the Old Republic is, like, it's universally acclaimed. It was, it won probably 50 Game of the Year awards in 2003. It's not for no reason. If you like RPGs at all, you should probably check it out. Moving on from there, there's a couple things that we didn't have you guys on for the last recording. So it would be fun to get your take on a couple things. Zanger, you and I, yeah, we weren't on when they, uh, when it was Joe and Chris and Zach, and they were talking all about the new Star Wars hotel Star Cruiser. I'm sorry, Boba Fett Starship Stop experience shipping. that everyone's going to go enjoy. Um, I didn't get, I, you guys put the link to the video, the original Star Cruiser video, but it was already pulled from that thing that you guys put. I have still, I've only seen little bits of what the original actually is. I, I watched someone watching it to get a good idea where it's the, the young teen and the girl and they're walking around the ship, right? That's the one. Yeah, so it got taken down right away. So I guess the link we posted in the group got removed as well. Maybe oh, it was did. removed. I was listening to the episode. I'm like, we have a link. I'm like, click it. And I'm like, oh, nope. This is like, nope. Copyright has pulled this. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, so they, they took that link down. Obviously, critically, it is panned. So you're saying you haven't even seen the video? I've seen a guy watching the video. So I've seen most of it. I see where they walk around the hallway. They go in that cantina. They see the lady singing and everything. Like, But it, I couldn't see the full experience because he couldn't have the audio, you know, stuff like that. But I have seen this new video that I think you want to talk about. There is a second video has appeared since then, a leaked, what it's supposed to be... Uh, what, like a hotel clerk or announcement? Yeah, this is a this is a welcome video that got emailed out to everyone who actually booked their six thousand dollars stay at the hotel. Oh wow! So that's who saw this thing was the people who actually put their money down already, and this is their first little taste. Oh, you you think you're gonna live Star Wars for sixty hours of your life? Get ready, baby. Here's what you get, and this was like a holiday special level, like kind of like not star warsy you know yeah i mean it it looks like a it looks like she's on a green screen the background looks like it's three or four feet behind her and not very large and possibly animated she uses her iphone as a holographic projector which is like you she you could have just got her to hold anything with the led on it as a prop and they chose a phone which is just like it's just rough to see that uh and it's, you know, it's sort of a basic script that never cuts away to any B-roll or anything. And you basically just get told about the two or three activities you can do at the hotel that they've already sh- showed us in other previews and photos and short videos. I, it's awesome that they actually succeeded in stopping Russ from watching the first video by taking it down. Like he actually hasn't quite seen it, which is hilarious. So with your brief sampling of that other video and this new one, like, what's your, uh, like, so basically, when are you going to put your deposit down, Russ, to go visit this hotel? Well, I mean, I saw this one because, of course, they sent it to me because I had been booked for months and months. No, 
I, I don't know, man. I really want to go see Galaxy's Edge. And I know y'all have all talked experience. You say Millennium Falcon period. I kind of get that. I want that. This is, I mean, I don't know. They need, from the little bit I saw the other video where like the costume people, their interaction with you, like where that, that lady walks up to you and everything. That doesn't, I don't know if I would feel very comfortable with that. I don't know. I would probably try to have fun with it, but I don't know how much fun these characters are having in there. It's like, these are basically strangers you're supposed to work with, but it's going to seem so unnatural because you're going to know that you might, you know, this lady is going to get off work later. It's not, you're not Star Wars. You're not really an alien. I don't think I could break that part of that, that full on role play. Like, I can go there. I can have fun at the park and walk around the Millennium Falcon. No, high five Chewbacca. Do all that. But getting that deep a role play for that much money, I just don't think I have it in me to not just laugh in their face at some point. How much is the deposit you have to put down? I'm, I'm just trying to budget this. <laughs> it's six you, grand for the experience, Zanger, and you can't bring all the kids. You probably bring maybe one or two. Got you. My favorite. Oh, I said that out loud. Um, I, I, I have not seen this video. I have not seen somebody reacting to this video even. Um, I know from the fact that I married a, uh, do I want to say lunatic? Yeah. Lunatic. When it comes to doing stuff like this, that I will eventually have to experience, I will experience this by force and I'm not looking forward to the effect it will have on my bank account, but I, I want to brush. You've never been to a Ren fair. Have you? Um, actually I have not. And my, my kids have been to multiple ones. My wife goes all the time. I still have just not been. So that's the reason I'm asking is like the, the role play in that is, is fun. If, if you get the right person, they'll, 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 they'll totally go, go, go with you on it and mess with you and everything and, and have fun with you and everything. The reason I'm saying that is it would be great if a star, like Ren fairs are people doing it for the love of the game, not because they're getting paid. I would love to see somebody have to get paid to interact with nerds, Star Wars nerds. It, it, right, I, and they're these are attractive, very very attractive people. We're probably talking about. They're not, you know, these, but they they are like kind of highly trained, and they are essentially actors, so they will be acting. And yeah, I, I'm not saying I haven't been any kind of like immersive spirits. I guess I could play along it being Star Wars, but it doesn't. It has a like that weird cheesiness to it, like that holiday specialist thing with the uh, with the hotel clerk lady, where it's like it's not the serious Star Wars. If I'm going in there, maybe the Empire's pushed me around or something. I'm like, you know, or like the Rebels are being. See, serious. I'd be like, on We're not here on a that. vacation. Like, all right, this is more of a mission. You've joined us. Thank you. Look, go get your uniform. Like, if it was more like that, it seems more like you're on a Star Wars pleasure cruise like well i don't i don't live in star wars do i really earn this like vacation i thought we were fighting people well okay there is wars man there, we're not just trekking around like idiots there definitely is a little bit of that um they i it's beyond me why they haven't advertised it there was um some reviews from a couple uh influencers who got an early peak where they there are parts where the first order like invades the ship and like starts bossing people around and like some some guys had to uh they described an activity in which you try to sneak Chewbacca down some hallway 
while stormtroopers are not looking. You like literally like hold like a dinner pan in front of him or something so that the stormtroopers like don't see him walk down a hallway or something. So like I don't know how that plays out in reality with like a family. But... Kids, we're going to play hide the Chewbacca. It's like whoa, I know we're on vacation, <laughs> but like you do this enough at home. It's it's an interesting role play environment. Like you know you're gonna have some space armor guys with guns. Uh, board your holiday cruise ship and like aim nerf looking guns at your children and like you're gonna sneak Chewbacca down a hallway like it's just what I think the jarring thing will be when certain kids freak out and just ruin it for everyone by screaming and being annoying children which will inevitably happen anyway yeah. like, it's Chewbacca he's the guy who flies side to side or up and down I forget which, what control he was I want to point this out real quick Um, just to prove even though Zach's not here, I'm still committing to my normal um, Knights of Vader activities. I'm currently in the process of recovering my profile for the Old Republic MMO. So I will keep you guys updated on well, what Thank I've you for pausing that. Halo to make sure you got that while we were recording. <laughs> well, no, because I was like, wait a second. It's free to play. I think I have it installed. Oh, I do. Why don't I actually play this? Because I played it way long ago. Recovered my profile name. Would you guys like to take a guess at what name I utilized? Darth Zinger? I have no uh, idea. Okay, Darth Mar Zinger. Russ, yeah. you're going with Darth Zinger, Chris. Um, like maybe what are some of the old Sith Lords like uh Marka Ragnos? Uh I don't know what um you ready for this? Now, mind you, this was prime star killer time too. Okay. I Man. went with Obi Zinger. Obi Zinger, that's pretty cool. Obi I, I was like, I have no clue what my profile was, recover, and it popped up my name, and I'm like so do you do you remember about what year you sort of fell off the old republic wagon oh let's see here when did it come out originally Tw 2010 i think about 2010 <laughs> i got it for christmas that year like everyone else and i've to say by the new year rolled around i don't think i was rolling around there much i i meet me and ellie both got it the collector's edition is sitting um in the closet not in this room in a different room um the the one dark whatever his name is, is on our Star Wars display down the stairs. Malgus, I think. Yeah. I yeah. So so we got it. And we were all about playing it. And well, it fell off. So I love those trailers. But, you know, it came out at a time where World of Warcraft was already on. It's like third or fourth expansion. And it was like it was already very evident that MMOs were like bad lifestyle choice. Like the South Park episode about WoW had come yeah. out. And like, you know, it's just you, you, it's basically cigarettes is what you had to understand when you start one of these things. So like I just I never did. And I, but th those trailers were always uh, a highlight since there's like 10 of them because they've done so many expansions. They they have it. And the newest one is called Onslaught because I'm watching the B-roll for it now in the background while I'm continuing right. to do my password recovery. I think that one expansion where that had the trailer with like the two brothers that like eventually mm -hmm. like turn on one another. I think that came out like since the Disney sale and like that's a awesome trailer. It's so nice that they let those kids over there doing that MMO just basically do whatever they want. Because like that thing, guys. Yeah, like that was hardcore. That it was it was only slightly better than this a new eclipse trailer which i think looks amazing so you know you you guys are not too jazzed about this galactic star cruiser but zinger will inevitably end up there good recap uh you, you don't find it as offensive to your existence as some of us did but that's that's good you're much more measured normal human beings so so the other thing we talked about that we were making some predictions uh last episode about whether the Haslab rancor would get funded or not I'm so glad I stuck to my guns. 
you stuck to your guns. Zach thought they would somehow there would be a mystery celebrity benefactor at the end. There was not Seth who, Rogen. Nobody who showed up. Who would have done nobody. that? Seth know, Kevin Feige, maybe, but he is not anywhere to be seen. Feige's saving his money for Christmas. He's not getting rankers for everyone. He's still real. He realized he bought so many sail barges that he doesn't, as, as many people as he knows, he doesn't know enough people who would want one as a Christmas gift. So he Kevin still has Feige. to pay the warehouse. I want <laughs> one. Send me one of your barges. <laughs> He's still paying the warehouse fees on the first round of barges that he, he bought. So he couldn't save the Rancor. Have any of the HasLab projects appealed to either of you guys, or was this always sort of off your radar? Because you just it, it's just so like out there that you never were never even thinking about it. I would never think about the rancor, but the barge is something that like enters your head. Just a cool diorama to have, but it's just like it's so big and it's so much money, and I've got so much other stuff to worry about besides this giant thing. But now I know Kevin Feige has so many. But we'll we'll just go start some heist and just stealing Feige's barges. Like that would be a great. Uh, wait, maybe we should cut this part out. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> and Zanger, did did either of the has previous Star Wars Haslabs appeal to you? The barge or the Razor Crest? I guess the Razor Crest would have appealed. The Razor none, Crest is awesome too. I, yes. I, I, I mean, none, none of these really appeal to me, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm staring at some Legos right now over there that are definitely appeal to me. It's also but, not a space helmet, so it, it isn't. I don't have any. I have the Punisher Iron Man helmet. Sorry, I'm I'm like looking at a shelf over here. Well, there hasn't been a, the the most recent ones haven't really got me. Like you've had the First Order Stormtrooper, which I'm not which crazy I saw about today, and I'm like. Yeah whatever yeah. get away from me and then okay. there's a, a bunch of repaints of the boba fett one like the death watch and then there's like a the new re-armored boba fett which don't look different enough for me to get personally they don't and i mean i i want to get some i want to get an actual boba fett because i have the white one but i want to get one that's the actual either messed up one or the repaint or of course the mando one so i need to get that but no i was like i'm looking at the razor crest the falcon lego because they're currently habitating my office right now as opposed to their normal spot downstairs because christmas is in full swing and apparently the lego ships are no moss down there on our star wars display during this time of year uh slave one though because i'm calling it that because that's what's on the box is still down the stairs at the moment though so yeah i know controversial that the response is priceless uh, also i have the seinfeld set lego too a lot of people are talking like they're actually going to canonically address the renaming of slave one and book of boba fett and i can't possibly i can't think of something that would be more awkward like they haven't i they haven't felt the need to say the name once on screen yet i don't think they're going to do it just to change the name in book of boba fett because like to but the average audience crest it what if they toast it yeah well not only that but but it's just like you don't need to reference the name of his ship like he was in mandalorian season two you saw a lot of that ship they didn't feel the need to find a name for it well we can't have a whole this is the book of boba fett or right? we've already got the uh the story of solo we can't have have him going you've never heard of boba fett's galactic starship it's the ship that carbonated han solo in one bespin trip and they're like no but what's it renamed again? Because I, I it, yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it actually. Like I think that was like Bloody Phoenix or something. I, don't know. <laughs> I think that was fake. Well, what you call fake news? I don't think it was ever actually renamed. I think they 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 changed the name of the URL on StarWars.com, and there's a Lego set. 
I don't think they really did anything other than that. And I think it'd be weird if it happens in the show and it probably won't. We brought up Bo Book of Boba Fett show and we're talking about uh, merchandise. I just have to say, I know you're always talking about the great merch. You've seen your Toys R Us, Canada, because you have it. Walmart, I was doing some Christmas shopping, went to the Star Wars aisle, was surprised to see tons of things I've not seen yet. There were uh, like three and three quarter inch Moff Gideon carbonized figures, a ton of them. Um, there is this giant Boba Fett plush thing where you hold his hand and he repeats what you say. You can say anything dirty you want and you just hit it and then he says it as him. It's real. It's actually a fun little toy. He has a rocket, a rocket firing thing on him too. But I noticed a lot of figures. Now, a lot of them were ATSD drivers and Papaloos, but there was still a lot of stuff. They had uh, Aura Singh, Black Series. Uh, they actually did a little push for the holidays, even in Walmarts. Yeah, I've actually been finding a lot of stuff recently. I found the the vintage collection uh, Palpatine's throne room set with the chair and the window behind him. I found that locally. I saw a um a, a retro collection Palpatine guy, but he's got the weirdest smile I've ever seen. And I didn't get him, but there is oh, a new yeah. Palpatine figure out, and he's got a, a just Zach. If you don't have this figure, that yeah, it's just he's got he's the first grinning Palpatine I think I've ever seen, like in a little figure. Yeah. So basically, the 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 set that comes with the chair is that same figure, but he has a different face expression. So the one the one on the single card that you saw is like basically mid electrocuting Luke. <laughs> That's his neutral he's got face. multiple hands. He has the hand options in the pack, which is always a nice touch of the Emperor figure. Yeah, so like you know, it's it's there's there's two Palpatines available at once. I found the new the new Empire Strikes Back version of Lando from the Vintage Collection, which is pretty yeah, great. Saw I that posted there too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there I posted so that in the the Knights of Vader Facebook group. That's like you know, it's probably it's it's probably the best and maybe the last three and three quarter Lando figure you'll, you'll ever get. So like you know, if you're into that stuff, get one of those. Uh, the, the, I've been, I have been seeing a lot of the vintage collection stuff, but I know there's this wave of Clone Wars figures with the Tartakovsky animated series backgrounds on them. I like, it's kind those of, it came and went. Are those kind of gone? His anger's like, all right. His <laughs> like, I have all those. I'll get them right now. No, but I mean, they show, I don't think those have showed up in the States yet at all, if I'm not mistaken. Like, I don't, I, I, I know they showed up real early in a Canadian Walmart and a couple more recently. Um, but, you know, it's the, it's the situation where, like, that stuff shows up and one guy will clear out everything, uh, like, the moment he sees it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, was, I was surprised to see what I did, even, you know, during the holiday, that, that they were actually were putting a good amount of stuff out there. With, and weirdly, Boba Fett stuff. And it's, but it all seems so random. It's not, there's no, there's no, meat, like, rhyme or reason to any of it. They, so it's hard to, like, for, if you, Think of it. I know these are made for adults. These are made for us. But if you are a kid, it's like, what are you going to do with Paplu and the Emperor? And, you know, I don't just random figures like that. It, it, there's no like unity. There's no like unified, unified set ever. It's just like five different lines, at least one thing at a time. And yeah. Well, it, yeah, you don't have those movie dedicated lines anymore. That ended with solo i think so like solo had like a set of three and three quarter figures that were actually like branded for yeah, the movie and all that big one too yeah yeah but you know they're doing some interesting stuff like i saw the new tebow for those of you who actually know the difference between your ewoks which is basically nobody and uh tebow is like an ewok that was a counter figure that uh are in the in 1983 that he's got he's the one who's got a pig on his head basically and what, what i thought was 
kind of cool about the uh, the new vintage collection one was they they actually included like accessories for him so he could look like the Kenner figure and also look like how he does on screen in the movie, which is it seems excessive, but he has two different pig head hats in this card back. So he could look like two different versions of an Ewok that nobody can remember or distinguish from the other Ewoks. And I'm sure Zinger has a lot of interesting thoughts about that. I have absolutely none. So, so like you've never you've never really uh, been into like Black Series or Vintage Collection, right? I mean, I've got a few things, but it's just kind of stuff I've come across over time. Zach did send me the Armor and Bo-Katan Black Series, which are sitting back there. And I got this. Does that count? Yeah, that's oh, yeah, that counts. Nice. Those are fun. The, the retro collection figures like i think that man there's a second wave of those for the mandalorian coming out that look yeah, they kind look of interesting cool and i regret not getting everyone to see, but i do have i think i have mando and Kara and a second mando that just roams around the cantina i, I also got a um thrawn figure too because why not Ooh. a thrawn figure with like a black series one I guess that's the only one. It's like yes. six inches. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, have, they, yeah. have they ever made a little smaller? I don't think so. Yeah. They made one for that, like a Rebels cartoon style short one in the last oh, few years. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That's true. This is probably the last time we're going to talk before Book of Boba Fett comes out, which is probably Ooh, pretty soon. Boy. Yes. Yeah. I think it's like right at the end of the month. The first episode draws the 29th, maybe something like that. I, you know, I like, I think we're going to, in that first episode, we'll probably see pretty much all the stuff that's in the trailer and I hope we do so that it can move on to a substantive, interesting story arc after that. What do you guys think? What are your predictions for episode one of the book of Boba Fett? I think episode one is just going to be covering them renaming the ship. <laughs> that's all it is. It'll be so 22 long minutes. History of slave one. Uh, do you, Oh, do you, would you like guys like to predict if we will see a flashback and see him crawling out of that Sarlacc to start the show? Is that what is, is going to start the show or no? Are they going to touch that at all? I, I don't think they're going to touch it. I feel it, but wasn't there in like an official quote or was maybe it was Tamir Morrison himself who said something like it's going to show you like every moment of his life that wasn't on screen or something like he said something crazy like or that. some weird thing like that yeah. early on. That's what made me think that. And uh, will will he ever have some kind of showdown with Luke? Is this book of Boba Fett a book that at the end, like most books, closes and said guy is gone? You think uh, there will be some kind of he's going to build his forces and maybe get a little revenge on the, the, the little baby blue eyes who threw him in that hole to begin with. Is that an arc they're going to go with? You know, it'd be even a better arc. <laughs> him hunting down Han Solo again. Yes. Yeah. Either that. Yeah. Either of them. Oh, and it's, is it going to be new Han? Or are we going to see uh, Han's girlfriend, the queen of, of star Wars? dragons in there you know that world could collide there could be the mall couldn't be there but those people could yeah it's within the realm of possibility that they'll show uh um kira slash mother of dragons and even though it takes place after return of the jedi really old though right well, i mean it's you know it's modern star wars so she can look like she's aged hardly a day even though han solo has turned from alden Ehrenreich into harrison ford by this point so like they they don't they make don't him see- turn back 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't, you know, Bo-Katan you put actual even... Harrison Ford in it. It's really confusing. Bo-Katan and, and, uh, what's, um, and Fennec Shand didn't even change their clothes over 28 years. So like, and they also look the exact same from Clone Wars until Book of Boba Fett, the same costume, same hairstyle, headband, 30, nearly 30 years running. We it's don't good know look. what planet. Yeah. Their planets rotate. Different. Yeah, it's just you know it's amazing. There's you know in the Star Wars galaxy they have they can take care of you so that you barely age. But a lot of people just choose not to partake in this amazing technology, like Obi Wan, for example. Yes, that's uh that's not too far away either. And I I mean I don't know if we <clears throat> avoid leaks on this uh this show or not. I don't think Zach's had any policy about that in the past. But I did see a very compelling leaked photo of what really looked like Hayden Christensen in some sort of uh, partially de-armored state, which looked pretty compelling. Like, I'm not going to lie. It looked very much like the look you get for Sebastian Shaw when the first top piece of the helmet first comes off. And uh, it looked all right. It looked like you would fit in if we're talking like 10 years before A New Hope. So that it could be interesting. And I kind of hope that you could tell it was him if this was real. So I kind of, I personally, I kind of hope they keep it to that because... I don't think you can pull off like flashbacks that with these actors that take place before episode three, unless you're going to like really animate them. I think that's going to be weird because like Hayden Christensen looks fine, but he definitely does not look younger than he did in 2005. Yeah. No, I mean, you can put the hair in his face and the scar and everything. Yeah. There definitely would be some DH, but they they pulled it off with, you know, Robert Downey Jr. to a certain extent in, uh you know, in those Infinity War movies. Yeah. That. that had so a lot. Lot that's more not the hardest it. thing to do it's, it's when they die that's when you have problems <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, so yeah i don't know that like that's kind book of boba fett's coming up i'm sure we're going to do some kind of recap episodes for that um and to to uh, some degree depending on how instantly depressed they the storyline makes zach we'll find we'll find out if you <laughs> <laughs> But like, how psyched it for the casuals? Yeah, I, I'm actually have so very happy for just Star Wars casuals who might just go, "Oh, there's a Boba Fett," and the, I I hope it's everything they want. I know it's gonna be nothing Zach wants, or it's gonna be about half of what we want. But I do feel like the casuals will get a lot of what they want. See, here's my thing with it: I am going into this with no expectations, and that's a positive thing. It is. I I I I don't know what I want from Boba Fett. I don't know. I, I, he, he's a character I don't put any thought into most of the time. He's, I'm like, he's the guy who sort of stumbled upon Han Solo, and I don't, he's a cool character, but I don't glorify him, except for that one episode, Mandalorian season two. I will glorify him during that. But besides that, I got nothing. I got nothing. So you show me whatever you want, and I'll take it at face value. Daniel Logan oh. showing up, yes or no? No. No, no, no. Logan is no, no, not even a younger version. Wait, this is everything that happened to him on there. Young There's Logan, no, but Logan's not young. That's the problem. Yeah, he's Daniel Logan is now older than Boba Fett is supposed to be in the Empire Strikes Back. In fact, he's about oh. Daniel Logan's about the age that Boba Fett is supposed to be in the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> but Tamir Morrison oh. happens to be about 20 years older than that. Well, thanks for participating, uh, participating, Daniel Logan. We all, you'll always be some people's Boba Fett. Mm, no. <laughs> well, you know, he did voice. He did get to voice him a few extra times in the Clone Wars. That was a, quite a while after Episode Two. Tonwee. 
Daniel Logan's like one of the like seven or eight Boba Fett's, you know, like he doesn't, he does well on the convention circuit with the, you know, the guy who, the guy who did one stunt shot as him and whatnot. So, uh, that guy's floating around. I saw he's coming here too. I'm like, dude, I met Jeremy Bullock, dude. You're not Boba Fett. Daniel Logan is kind of Boba Fett too. You cannot be the new Boba Fett, the old Boba Fett. You're not. Yeah, there's there, there's a there's a pretty healthy list of people who've played Boba Fett on screen for less than 10 seconds each. We'll probably get around to some recap episodes of that. Is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about or is that pretty much it for tonight, you guys? Uh, I think that's it for Star Wars, man. There's not much much going on. Waiting for Boba Fett, waiting for Obi-Wan. We're waiting for games, waiting for toys. What about you, Zanger? I've officially recovered and been able to get into my profile on Old Republic, so... Probably never going to touch it again. That could only mean yeah. one thing for Obi Zinger, for Chris Porteous. Yeah. I'm Russ Ryan, and this has been Knights of Vader Podcast. And as always, remember Alderaan, down with the Empire! <laughs>